welcome to Stop Back and Roll, a podcast about reaching your hand into a bag and pulling out a weird story. I'm James. And I'm Brandon. Today we're going to be talking about genres that are surprisingly similar and filling some tables with items. I think I'm going to retire the first episode of 2020 joke. I was I was getting bored of it. Okay. Yeah. A couple of people complained. <laughs> about it being confusing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They keep on thinking they've got the wrong episode. Well, then this is not the first episode of 2020 anymore. No, but I'm I'm really excited for this being our inaugural episode of Stop, Hack, and Roll. Our very first. The very first, yeah. Very yeah. first episode. It's weird. Uh, it's, been, it's been three years of pre-roll. Yeah. I feel like we're really going to get into it on this episode. Yeah. So like thanks what for we tuning always in. intended to be. We're just a little tiny podcast. No one's gonna listen to this. <laughs> um, I don't know if this this will be actual content, but uh, the uh, my brother, my brother, and me just did their they released their five hundredth episode, yeah. And they were talking about how the last episode on four ninety nine was just like gonna be a normal average episode, just like run yeah. the mill. And I was thinking like, and th- that the five hundredth episode was gonna be just wild. Um, yeah. And I was thinking, wouldn't it be? hilarious if they did 499 and then never released another podcast ever again that's the way to do it right <laughs> just, like that's the way to 499 do it. and then disappear i mean james we're on we're on episode 89 right now yeah we could hit 100 and we then or 99 99 and <laughs> or you know what even better 98 99 people have some associations with 98 yeah. is nothing. Well, it'll, I guess I mean, degrees. It'll have to be one fewer than whatever episode we've told people we're just going to disappear on. Right, true. To catch oh, them off guard. Okay. So don't so, say anything about 97. Yeah. No, definitely not 97. We're going to work our way down to this being our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, cool, cool. So. Well, we can't um, post it, so let's just end. <laughs> yeah. So what, um, hmm. So what's what going on? What have you been doing lately? Uh, so I did a little bit of, of work on on um, on um, oh boy, what is the name of the game that I make? A space between. A space between. I've been, I did a little bit of work, not a ton. Um, mostly what I was doing was organizing some of my stuff. Um, I feel, I discovered that Notion has a maximum number of things you can have uh, oh. with the free account, and so I down because i had been keeping separate projects of the 2018 version and the 2019 version and the 2020 version yeah um so i downloaded or exported the 2018 version and the 2019 version and then deleted them from the from my notion account so i just have like okay a csv file you've got yeah and so now you have like the more like the one that you're working on right yeah. now yeah cool. i just want to keep the old ones just that's, to, as that's a, probably better yeah you know, like so that you're not getting dragged into like comparing 2016. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't looking at it. I just wanted to okay. have it. Oh yeah, um, yeah, as a backup, just in case I needed to yeah. go back. Fair. But, That's fair. Never for never back. Never forward. <laughs> never back, James. We're writing the game forward. only backwards. Only backwards. Okay. If you start yeah. with a finished game and work backwards through it, you'll know how to make the finished game. That's true, that's, and it, and that's the problem, if you start with a finished game and you give up immediately, there you've got you go. a finished game. 
So yeah. if that's why everyone that's really this is this is some top quality first episode of SHR stuff. Yeah, exactly. The problem that most people have with their fantasy heartbreakers is that they start with nothing and then try to write a game. If you yeah, just if start, you start with, with D&D game, and then stop, then, then you've got D&D. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Uh solved it. Yeah, right. the most economically successful game on the industry. That's what you got to do yeah. to start there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I even set like a scrum goal. I just kind of was like, hey, I'm going to be doing my Kickstarter. Yeah. And I am. That's totally fair. Uh, and Where is your been, Kickstarter at? It is. Did it, uh, it fund already? It's been like, it, uh, it's it been like funded, a week. Yes. Is, it, is it funded already? Yes, it has. It is at mm-hmm. uh, 27K. Nice. Which is uh, like uh, five times, a little more than five times the goal. Yeah. Uh, so we have a whole bunch of stretch goals unlocked as well, which has been amazing. <laughs> it's been extraordinarily exciting. Oh, we just unlocked a stretch goal literally while I was looking. Oh, at nice. The uh, yeah. the the vampires. Uh, I don't remember if it was the vampires or La Bruja. Let me let me take a look. Uh, people that listen to this probably have a little interest in Pasión. Yeah. So it is yeah. funded. So if you back it, you'll get it. Yeah. Uh, there's. On several unlocked playsets, several unlocked playbooks. Uh, Corazones Despocados is about like ranch and cowboy stuff. El Vivador is a handsome playboy sort of thing. La Casa del Atomo is definitely not the X Men. La Pirata <laughs> is a straight up pirate. Caes de Plata y Plomo is uh, like a cartel game. Uh, El Inocente is like super nice and sweet and being taken advantage of. Las Caricias del Poder. Uh, is Aaron Sorkin, La Usurpadora is La Usurpadora, and mm. we've just unlocked Sangre El Ultimo Amor, which is our vampire set. That doesn't say that to me. What? Interesting. This like this is my my beef with with Kickstarter right now because I've been watching a lot of Kickstarters recently. Yeah. This number of like how much has pledged is um not always right. Really? Um, and I've and I've actually like here's the weird thing that I've experienced. I will reload the page, see that it jumps up to like. 27,000 and then yeah. we'll tick down $400 and then sit at $400 under what you're actually at and then in the next like 5 minutes we'll tick back up because That's it's doing so weird. some weird calculation because right now yeah. I just reloaded my page and it says that you're at 27314. Uh, that that's what I that's what mine says also. Oh, but isn't the isn't the stretch goal at 27 27- Five? Oh, we haven't unlocked it. You're right, twenty-seven five. Jeez, okay. what's wrong well, with me? I was counting twenty-fives. I was looking. Uh, my goodness. Well, I am sleepy. <laughs> yeah. Well, either way, um, that just gives but people a when, thing. Yeah, to it'll reach be a day towards. later. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. Probably by the so. time this episode lands in the ears of the listeners, it'll be unlocked. Mm, maybe. Hopefully. Um, the, I'm excited for that. The uh, the folks at um, Shadows of Saint Fleur, a an Urban Shadows podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, after I said that I was super excited to play a vampire uh, El Jefe, they said if the stretch goal unlocks, they will do an episode of Pasión de, de las Pasiones using uh, that that stretch goal nice. uh, playset and have me on as a guest. And oh, also, I think you, if you wanted to come, come. Oh, that'd be uh, fun. Play with us, yeah. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. That's awesome. So, yeah. This, this entire situation has been like, has been stressful. Uh, and also just like really encouraging in ways that I can't word even. Yeah. 
And James, you made me cry with your friggin' little mini episode. Jeez. Oh, well, that was not my intention. My intention was to crying. talk uh, <laughs> people into going to back your, your, your Kickstarter. So hopefully they did. I don't know what the sphere or like what the Venn diagram of people who have been listening to this podcast for three years but didn't want to go back your game um i'm hoping it's a perfect circle it's a perfect circle of people who did want to go back your game um <laughs> but uh i had to throw that out there just so that people could uh could hear the things people i had who, to say who don't like kissing games but do yeah. like friendship yeah 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 <laughs> yeah they were they were like whoa this game sounds like it's got a whole lot of kissing in it. But then it's when like a, then I was like, but he's my friend. They were like, oh, okay, well, then we okay, that makes sense. Got it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, <laughs> let's let's move on to maybe an actual topic. Yeah, let's talk a topic. What did you, you had a thing you, you said you wanted to talk about this episode? Yeah, I sent that to you like almost 18 hours ago. I have no idea what it was. Yeah. Um, Let me I have discord. Okay, I have I have one thing that I want. I want to revisit the the thin stories, the thin mint stories game, um, or the whatever whatever we're calling it, the thin layer of uh, the thing we worked on last time. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> I was gonna say I have literally no idea what game you're talking about. Like the the, the thing that started as uh, the adventures of Baron Munchausen and uh, and turned into this dice monstrosity. Yes, that's perfect and amazing. It is. It's good. It it has a a flaw that I will tell you Does about it? at some point. What is well, that flaw? A, uh, it's too many things. It's just what? too many. It's too many things. Why is it too many things? I did. I did the calculation of like how many, based off of just a small number of dice, how many tables we would need, and then how many oh. entries. It's so many things. It's so many things. It's so many things. James, I want to remind you of a little product that was made in 1988. It's called Central Casting. All right. <laughs> and it is dozens of tables and it's awful. But it seems like it's a non non feasible situation to do with the way we're talking about. Um no, no. It's definitely not non feasible. It's just a lot. Okay. Uh, and so okay. we're gonna have to like I just want to talk about the scale of it and, and or or yeah. what we would do to maybe scale it down. Yeah. There's something to be said for it being like a low scale thing because you're talking about like playing it at like parties with people that might not be completely interested in going really hardcore. Um, I mean, I think that the 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 scale issue is more on the creation end than okay. on the usage end. Um, and I'm just kind of redoing the math now. Um, to make sure I can tell you the accurate number of how many uh, entries for these tables that you would have to create. Um, okay. So, because I was doing some of that math, sort of say, hey, where would I even start with this? Yeah. Um, and so, using uh, just a a d6, a d8, a d10, and a d12, that means you have, and, and not doing like... Um, if you're assuming that every table is two dice and yeah. not repeating, so not having like uh, a six and a four and a four and a six. Yeah, exactly. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten tables. Okay. For a total of eight hundred and twenty uh table entries. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Because I was like, oh, I'll do a small because uh, yesterday when we were prepping for the episode, I was like, I'll do a small one. 
Yeah. Maybe just this six by twelve. That'll be easy. It's got it's only got like six categories and then twelve entries yeah. per seventy-two entries in total. And that was yeah, like so that's some entries. Uh yeah. Um which doesn't mean it's impossible. No, no, no. It just means that as a as a game that we sort of I think intended for people to turn into a Oh yeah. Like for for like an average person to be able to like make extra playbooks or playsets for it, it's yeah. not it's not. This is definitely like uh, we have in the past created games that were the new lasers and feelings in that it was an easy game that was lightweight for people to hack. Um, this, this is not, is not that. that. Yeah, I think in terms of form, it's easy because okay. it's really just tables. Um, but there's certainly a, like the scale of the th- number of things you'd have to create. Um, is huge is big, compared yeah. to like what you would want people to be like casually picking up and yeah. saying, hey, I'm going to sit down for 20 minutes and make a new thing. And and not to say that this is difficult because again, you're not right. You're just writing um, table entries. You're not writing moves. You're not really writing mechanics. Yeah. But it's just a lot of like, I've sat down to write, I, I think I've written a hundred prompts for a space between. And it's okay. sort of the in, those are a little bit larger scale, but even yeah. that's like kind of closer to what this is. And yeah. that even that was like after about fifty, I was like, all right, I'm seriously running out of ideas here. Yeah. Um. And so, so it's it's just uh, I think thinking about that will be interesting. Definitely. Yeah. Because because that is if just because it takes a lot of writing doesn't mean it's not a game worth making. Sure. 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 But. I think that that does push in the direction of it not being a universal system and instead being a game. Yeah. And I think that the biggest thing for me is that I think that that means you need to where I was sort of like, hey, maybe I'll just like knock out a the six by 12 table yeah. um, as a as an example. Um, yeah. Like, I think that one of the things that I want to talk about and maybe we can even just start doing this now is like, sure thinking about what the tables should be topically so yeah. that you have a plan for them because the worst thing would be to get 72 entries into a table and then be like, well, shit, this is, um, <laughs> those not, are all 72 superpowers. Yeah. This is not the table that I wanted. Um, yeah. I thought this was going to be relevant. Um, mm-hmm. so I think, I think, I think that it needs to have a little bit more of a plan. Uh, yeah, that completely makes sense. You don't want to be like the one thing that feels awful in game design and it isn't awful, but it feels awful is doing a bunch of work and then realizing that you can't use it. Yeah, I had that like really heavily with Pasiones Los Pasiones. I remember I was actually just talking to someone about how you spent a lot of time writing keys. Yeah, six weeks. It was brutal. Ooh, that's a lot of time. Because I was like, keys, keys are lightweight. Let's make these more interesting. And so I really did. It was a lot. It was a crazy amount of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Now, and that is definitely, I think, more complicated work than what we're talking about here. Because keys are basically yeah, it might and be. stuff. Um, yeah. Do you have this, uh, this outline document open? I, I do, indeed. I pasted a pretty picture that I made um, of all of the tables. <laughs> Oh, that is a pretty picture. I was kind of thinking visually about how the this is such going to be such good audio content for the people yeah. listening. But I was thinking about what the game Here, would wait. look like. I'll just describe it to people. Okay. Six, 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 six. Enter. Twelve. Blank, 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 blank. 
Okay, let's not. Enter. Okay, I changed my mind. <laughs> it's perfect. Can we, go, can we go back? Can we? No. Can we not have you describe this spreadsheet? <laughs> no. Um, Next line. <laughs> no, no, no. So what I have done is I sort of planned out um, all of the different tables: six yeah. by twelve, ten by ten, ten by eight, and I color coded the the um, the sides so you could easily see how many uh, of each. Um, whatever how many how many how many cells it has yeah uh, and i started visually trying to like visually trying to um lay them out the, mm-hmm. <laughs> the so the the two things that i noticed was that um immediately this looks pretty interesting and i think that i think if i yeah. played around with it a little bit more i could definitely fit them all on one page um, okay the other thing i realized once i started doing the numbers after because i said i did this and then i started doing the calculations and the way that i have laid this out and maybe i'll try to put this in the show notes is um it's uh it's deceptively small yes. i think that there are more like when you look at that six by twelve type t- uh it doesn't chart look it doesn't look like 72 entries no it doesn't um, and so i think that there is a there's a, there's some mind trickery going on there. Yeah. Uh, also, if these ce- if these cells, which are like twenty one pixels by twenty one pixels large, are in fact actual sentences or prompts, that's um, not gonna. Fly. This is not gonna fit on one page. Yeah. Uh. Th- so. Yeah. That's that's not gonna fit on one page. I mean, one hundred forty four items isn't gonna fit on one page comfortably. Yeah. In almost any way. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's also- not true. You can fit one hundred forty four words on a page. <laughs> But like you know, if you had 144 sentences on a page, like you, like we'll have to be conscious of how much space each thing takes up. Yeah, let me open up really quickly the Blades in the Dark uh, book because that has some interesting tables. Um, I just have been living in this game recently, and so it's <laughs> on my mind. Um, I'm Nothing wrong. I've been I've been living in Pasión los Pasiones. I'm trying to find the right. There's a whole table for creating here's my i should not uh spend too I'm much gonna time reference something in blades in the dark uh yeah hang on while <laughs> i look nice up something quick. in blades in the dark hold I'll on back to you in second. two hours um mm-hmm. but so like there's uh here we go so like they have a, a chart for tables uh or they have a tables to roll um people to randomly generate characters uh, okay like npcs and you know i love that um, and so, yeah, it's, it's actually, it's very cool. You, and so like, this was when I was thinking about when, uh, when you roll, uh, when we were talking about this game yesterday, I'll actually go and screenshot this for you as well. Um, because it's pretty cool and it's an interesting way to get through character creation. Um, you roll 2d6 and then it, it gives you a, um, a bunch of information about the character. Like, are they, are they, what do they physically look like? Um, what are, what is their, their gender appearance? Um, what are their mm. you can roll for their goals their preferred method of achieving those goals and so this on this is as i i just mentioned central casting yeah. mostly because i've been listening to all my fantasy children again yeah uh but this is basically that same kind of thing that it's just yeah. tables on tables and so i think i love tables yeah it's very good but the problem is as i was imagining what this game we were talking about last week would look like I think that the problem is it needs to be more than one word, like one word. It needs yeah. to be more the, it needs to look more like the uh, lasers and feelings plot roll table where it's like a short sentence prompt than it is this one word prompt. 
probably or or potentially I mean, like those are two those it could be two very separate kinds of games between those two yeah and also because uh, and this is where i was like talking about i think planning what some of these tape what all of the tables are going to be yeah um will help because maybe because like if you're talking about a six by 12 table where each of those cells is a, a full sentence yeah versus a six by 12 table where each of them is one adjective that's a yeah. totally different story very um and so and so that's where i think having a plan for this is going to be important um let's talk a little bit more about this game because i want to i want yeah. what i want to do is i want to try to spend some time between now and the next episode working on this game um sounds good i'm i've i've, I've or at least pretending like i'm going to work on this game to that so that <laughs> i can procrastinate and work on my real game um Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Schedule this game so that you yeah. work on your real game. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but I want to, and, and because there's going to be so many things. So why don't we, so let's do that. Talk about this for another couple minutes and then yeah. we'll, we'll loop back around to one of your topics. Yeah. If um, we feel like it, like, you know, so if we end up pulled into the other one, then we end up pulled into the other one. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So we have these tables. Um, and so, okay. So right off the bat, um a couple questions do we want to do you want to have let's lay down a a setting for our like first version of this game cool what um do you want do we want to do a sort of generic 1800s uh gentleman adventurers setting a la adventures of baron munchausen do we want to do a fantasy setting a superhero setting what do we what do we feel like is an interesting place my instinct is not the Baron Munchausen one. Yeah. Because there already is a party game that does that really well. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Kind of looking in terms of where there are spaces in the party game tabletop RPG space. Uh, Dr. Magnet Hands mm-hmm. does superheroes. Yeah. Uh, Mission Accomplished does super spies. Yep. Uh, Cheat Your Own Adventure kind of does fantasy. But like cheat your own adventure does things so generic does like such a generic setup that I don't necessarily know that it does. So look, I, I kind of feel like there's something to be said for choosing something that is accessible, right? Yeah. And it might be that something that the things that already exist are the things that are super accessible. Yeah. But I think like Baron Munchausen exists and isn't super accessible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I'd steer away from that, maybe. Do do we have too much superhero stuff in our life? <laughs> um, or are we so deeply involved in it that we can just always produce that content faster than anything else? Uh, I don't know. Um, I also, I wonder um, what will work best with the this sort of thin layers of, yeah. of storytelling. Cause so like, so I guess here is, here is a, a, another thing to think about because what we're talking about is introducing sort of thin layers of plot. Um, so everyone as you're, as you like, so if the, if the gameplay circle cycle, whatever um, is that you reach into a bag and you pull out two dice, you roll those two dice or yes, you you pull out two dice and it tells you which table you're rolling on, and then you yeah. roll the two dice roll. and it gives you a prompt, or it it gives you like the table gives you a thing, and then the roll gives you a a more specific quality of that thing. Yeah, and then you are using you're you're adding that element 
whatever the element you're rolling is with that mm-hmm. adjective into the story. You're you're describing a chunk of time that that is that is necessary to incorporate a new character, a new event, a new thing. Mm-hmm. And and I wonder if um so I guess so what I was thinking was sort of like if you're talking about wrestling, if you're talking about store uh superheroes, um yeah. if you're talking about cow maybe cowboys? No, I think actually so just superheroes and and uh wrestling, those thin layers of of storytelling are almost part of the genre already, certainly with wrestling. I mean that's where this whole thing yeah. started. Um I think that superheroes cover enough of that same quality Agreed. that you can quickly iterate through about adding in new superheroes, adding in new events, adding stuff yeah. like that. If you're talking something like the Wild West or mm. talking something like um Tolkien like fantasy. Yeah. Then I think that it's hard it feels to me harder to build those kind of thin layers and, I, and so I think that the way or hard to build those thin layers quickly because those stories tend to be and then Frodo spent the next 6 years of his life walking yeah. slowly to Mount Doom. Um yeah. and so and so I wonder We're shady if shady this episode. Um and I don't think that that's that's not incompatible with the story, but I think that yeah. it means the scale is bigger. Whereas your mm. whole entire story for your wrestling uh, game uh, ver- episode of this, or your wrestle or your superhero re- game of this, is maybe over the course of a couple years because supervillains right. escape. You have these sort of cyclical like um, story elements um, yeah. that uh, repeat over and over again uh, pretty quickly in fantasy it's a little bit slower so maybe you're talking about you're talking about the dwarven civilization over the course of a hundred years and every time you draw and roll some dice you're adding a new hundred or you're adding a new 10 year period which at that point it it almost becomes like a world generator and it could generate like mythology and things like that heroes and stuff like that as well which like it's i'm torn also because that exists yeah but not as a party game yeah and on the one hand, I think fantasy is less accessible than some other things. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, when you're sitting down and playing with funky dice, people think fantasy. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. I think that's the big that's the big hurdle for me right now is is that what we want to tell. Is is like as a good thing or a bad thing? Um I think like, I think it's just a ahead. different game. I think I think mm. this is this is the, the problem I so I think that that is a good game. I think that this this the, this engine like this game engine of reach into a bag, pull out some dice, and it gives you uh, some tables to then tell yeah. thin stories. I think that the version of that where you're telling the hundred year epic of a dwarven civilization or the rise and fall of the elves. I think that's interesting. Like I think yeah. that, but I think that it hits more like. Ma- um, microscope where you're yeah. telling over eons of story versus a wrestling version of this which is a which to me feels like a punchier party game where you're mm. pulling out two dice you're rolling it you're getting a goofy kind of aspect that you need to incorporate into the story and people are like throwing out ideas you're telling the story and because yeah. the events are happening you, the, the events are less abstract I like this yeah. is like a weird um I think that the problem with the big fantasy epic is that the the events have to be so pulled back from the people that they're not as fun. 
Oh, I, I think you and I are maybe describing two different fantasy situations. Okay. Um, because I was think I like the way I was th- thinking was like big, like Hercules fantasy, right? Like little epic stories that like you don't go deeply into it. Okay, but even still, Which, but like admittedly, that's superheroes, right? Like, yeah, that's the the gods even, and heroes. But even stories that are. I think is the same. I think that it hits the same thing though because you're more likely to tell the story of Hercules and then later tell the story of some other epic hero. And they're not necessarily overlapping as much. Mm, that feels more like that. that genre to me. Yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. See in, in my mind, those like superheroes wrestling and like little hero stories mm. kind of are similar in that they are things that you can describe with like a sentence and tell a story. Yeah. And then, but you can't tell the whole story of everything. You know, like, you can go like, yeah, uh, this guy, he uh, fought Medusa. And it's like, yeah, cool. Did a story. I think, And that's like a thin layer. For me, though, it's, the the difference is that the, in wrestling, the, both the protagonists and the antagonists are often characters that we care about. And the same thing to some extent with superheroes. Whereas, like, Hercules' story is like, and then he went and fought the Hydra. But like, we don't particularly care about the Hydra. And also, Hercules did it by himself. And it's an interesting story. And telling mm. all of the tales of Hercules would be interesting. But you're focused on one character. I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's not... That, that wasn't my read on it. Because like, I was thinking like, you know... Uh, this character, like, because Hercules has connections to right. Hercules is such a bizarre example for me to choose because it's not <laughs> like I know anything about, like, I don't know much yeah. about Greek mythology. Um, but, but like, you could then like jump from that to going like, oh, and now we're going to tell this story about Poseidon, and we're going to bring over, hop over to this, and mm-hmm. the thing where someone put an apple in a corner. Um, so I think and that, there are so many very angry geeks right now. <laughs> but I think that I do think that I think okay. So I will say, I think that that is a better version of fantasy for this storytelling yes than the dwarven kingdom that we're telling Agreed. over hundreds of years i think that yes. because but i think the way to tell fantasy is is to say like the things that you're generating are heroes and then aspects of the mm-hmm. like the like one of the tables would be create a mythic figure yeah absolutely yeah exactly and, and so like, one of like you're not going like we, you're not going like we care about frodo baggins because he's the only important character we're saying like this is Driss Duarden, and he's gonna yeah. go f- be a Panther man. Yeah, and then um, now I'm just doubling down. Yeah, that's fine. This is the shade episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the the first episode of Stop Hack and Roll proper, and so it's true. We're setting off. We're setting ourselves apart because previously we never threw shade on anybody, and so now never. it's now that we're getting into the real content, we're 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 okay with that. We were so positive. In we the were past. so positive and and shadeless before. Um, yeah. we were a bright beacon of game design. Um, exactly. And now we've now we've fallen. Um, <laughs> and see, that is a great little story. Then the two heroes. Yeah. Fell. So I, okay. So I, so that kind of so I think that's interesting. I think the two the two choices that I would be the most interested in investigating. Uh, yeah. for this kind of a for this game would either yeah. be that kind of a setting the like faux D&D novelizations um or or like her- <laughs> light hercules demi heroes 
um, style stories where you have like big punchy villains that need to be over yeah. overthrown by your heroes and you're creating new ridiculous heroes um, stuff like that there and or or alternatively I think I would be interested in doing like a wild or weird west type story where you're okay. creating new sheriffs and new villains and new like towns um, that kind of thing that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought of of like a western as something that would fit well with that. But maybe like defining it specifically as weird west mm-hmm. is the way to make that work. Okay. Yeah. Cuz okay, cuz cuz okay. Controversial. Yeah. Not controversial. Broad galaxy brain. Yeah. These are all the same story. Yeah. Yeah. It's all cuz all four like Wrestling heroes, Weird West, uh, superhero. What was the fourth one? Fantasy. Did I yeah. say that one? Whatever. Who can the count? four things. They're all big heroes that get into groups together sometimes yeah. and go do single short adventures. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, I think that for me especially, the moment that I want to produce like this is this is like the weird way that I think about game design sometimes is like the moment that I want to produce like there's a moment in the game that I want to recreate reliably and the thing that I want to create is I I would love to have a series of um like you're you're drawing dice you're potentially creating new characters Um, that's one of the main things that you probably produce and then what I want is like that moment where you you pull dice and you realize you've drawn uh, a villain or a a relic of some kind mm-hmm. like like i like i actually i think the relic is the best example of this where you say okay well we've created now the the pot of unending noodles um that is like the which would fit well into any of these which settings. Would fit well into any of those settings but that's the thing that like every adventuring party wants because it means you don't have to cook it just produces noodles for you endlessly yeah. and so <laughs> Then, but because then you've got that. Well, then when you turn it upside down, or just always, <laughs> uh, always. If you turn always. if you turn it upside down, you can use it to fly uh, because okay. it's producing noodles with enough lift so that much. you can get up a hill. Yeah. Obviously, um, yeah, of course. Okay, but so maybe maybe once we so okay so okay um sorry so I'm thinking this through. <laughs> I think that about noodles. I think that if you draw the relic. Like if yeah. you draw if you draw the die that tells you to roll on the relic table, you create a relic and then yeah. and then you or a magical item or whatever it is. And yeah. you are telling the tale of the you're telling the thin layer that is the creation of these things. Okay. So okay, let me let, sorry. My brain is kind of doing a weird organizational. I'm what I'm getting to is what should these tables be? And okay. and so I think what I want is you need to have a table of heroes. Yeah. Um, to cr- uh, of 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 something that is going to give you input for your hero, yeah, and so that you can create characters. Um, I think you need one of those. Regardless, so I th- actually, so let's let's kind of um, I would like to focus in on that kind of maybe Wild West, maybe sure. maybe um, fantasy setting. I'll be honest, I I was joking a little bit about them all being literally the same. Yeah, no, I think the, they're literally the same. They're literally like the same. We could choose, yeah. So let's let's go 
uh, let's go Weird West. Um, and that's what you wanted, right? Yeah, because I think that's I cool. think that's also something that I haven't seen a party game in, and I think it's yeah, a, it's, a, it's a setting that it's a setting that is accessible because you can people are probably either familiar with sort of westerns or they're familiar with fantasy, and you can yeah. and you can make it lean one way or the other. Cool. Um. So so you need the hero table, skeleton cowboy. Yeah. So you need yeah, skeleton cowboy. Um, yeah. So you need everyone saw that movie, but that's where like um, I think that yeah yeah yeah. So uh, you need the hero table, hero yes. table. You need a villain table mm-hmm. to create the big damn villain, the big darn villain. Um, you need a uh, like a relic or um, mysterious artifact table. Agreed. Um, you need um a quest table. I think. Is the is the one that I want? I don't know what that looks like, but what I want is like so when you when you roll the on a hero or or the villain, you're telling the story of when they came to town or when okay. they when like what was their origin story. When you tell the when you draw when you roll on the relic table, you're telling the origin of the relic. You're telling the history of the relic. You're telling you're not diving into like where did like who found it you're just like sort of going glossing over like what does it do what is like the like the thing about like it's a pot of that 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 uh spouts endless noodles how does it work yeah. well people say that you could turn it upside down and use it as a jetpack uh because the noodles come out with enough thrust that you can that you can fly but like who knows if it really does that or not um yeah, let's do weird west it's weird noodle jetpack um and and so then but then i think i want to have a quest table. I think the quest table is probably one of the smaller tables, maybe even just the six by six table, because I want to say because I want because what I want is that moment where you say, well, now our our we have a we have a a quest like like the kinds of when when I when I say quest, I mean like are we talking about a retrieval quest, a us uh, a, a a transport quest a uh, a vanquishing quest like what are we what are the heroes doing and so when you draw yeah. when you draw like the heroic um um uh treasure hunting quest you say well yeah. which of the the treasures we have we have we rolled already um and then who are the are the heroes looking for and then what are they trying to go get yeah Okay, and if you haven't created that thing yet, then maybe you roll you on the table something. or you make it up. Yeah. Um, so, because because I, what I want is that moment where the person who is rolling on the quest table gets a quest, and then the other people around the on the room suggest the heroes and villains that they have created. That they have, yeah. So you can okay. team build the story. Interesting. I. Interestingly, I don't, hmm, okay. I can't tell whether the tables are too specific or not specific enough. <laughs> yeah. Which is an experience that I'm sure you have had. Well, so. So we we have what? We have 10 tables in theory? Yeah, uh, six, seven, eight, nine, two, yeah. Because because I think, I think this is where I hit like a problem where I was like, yeah. you know it would be cool to have a betrayal table. Yeah. Can I think of seventy six <laughs> types of betrayal? No, but you can you can think of seventy six. Maybe not seventy six. Probably the 76. smallest table you is like, thirty six. You could think of thirty six bad times, right? 
Okay. So, like, you don't need to have necessarily 72 types of villains. It's You can have 72 types of folks. Or even maybe just 36 times in which it would be the worst time for someone to betray you. Could totally be that as well, yeah. Um, It doesn't say who's betraying who. You're creating well, that. Like, even, even if you don't want to get as, like, close as betrayals... You could make oh, it like trails. You could make it like thirty six sins, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and because like we're going, you know, cowboy time. That's why that came to mind. We're like thirty six crimes, you know, uh, where you have established a thing that you're like, this is a bad thing, and so if you draw those two, you're like, ooh, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. Or you could have even just like a table of however many like bad happenings. And maybe one of them is dead rise from the ground. Yeah. And you're like, okay, that's not a good thing. And one of them is betrayal. And you can grab that. Hmm. Because um, I, I think that there's something to be said for making them general enough that you can have a lot of things in them. Yeah. 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 So like locales is a really good table, I think. Yeah, I agree. So, okay. So let's say we have... Um, a hero table, a villain table, a sins table, which maybe will have a different name, <laughs> a yeah. um, bad happenings table, and it a just kind of came to mind. I, don't know. I think you're right that a relics table um, might be too, or a betrayal table might be too specific. Yeah. Um, do we want to say rewards table? We could say rewards. Um, we could also say like. Uh, we could say, like, relics could totally be a thing. Yeah. But it could also be, like, w- you could have, like, weapons or, like, things, sundries. I like I like the idea of, re- like, a rewards table because I think that that means... So, like, I think this is the way we can kind of even have sub-tables within tables where... Okay, so the 12 by 12 table, which is huge because it's 144 yeah. things, but you could take a six by, you could take a five by five block in there and say these, this five mm. by five block is all of the relics. And then this six True. by three block is all of the weapons. And then yeah. like this block okay. of, of like 12 to, uh, like of 12 by two is like uh, adoration from your family, uh, uh, the love of your life. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Like different kinds of rewards, treasured things. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Um, and then additionally, like another thing that can come up is like if we had a table that was like weird stuff, that's like a thing to just insert some weirdness into your world, and like you roll, uh, something's glowing, Ooh. and then you roll, uh, a pot. Then you combine those two things, you know, like one person says, I've got a pot. I have no idea how to make this relevant. The other person goes, it's glowing because of magic. And then you start to piece something together, right? Yeah. So that's seven. So hero table, villain table, sins, bad happenings, locales, rewards, and weirdness is seven. All right. I don't know that I know what the difference between sins and bad happenings is. Bad happenings feels like events, whereas sins feels like... uh, character traits i what i was going for with that was that like that sins is like something specific somebody somebody doing something to somebody okay so like 
a character, a hero, a villain, oh, someone okay. we care about. And like it doesn't necessarily need to be something bad, actually. It could be like relationship changes, mm-hmm. you know? So that's like, more like the um char- the, one character acts on another. Yeah. Whatever um, the heck you want to call that. <laughs> whatever you want to call that. And maybe you maybe you bifurcate the uh the table and make half of it nice, half of it not nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Or leave it vague because if you're describing like X person, like X does thing to Y. It could yeah. be the good person doing, and if they're all bad things, well, if the good person does the bad thing to the bad person, then that's a good thing, sort of. Well, <laughs> maybe it's a bad thing. I don't know. I mean, like, um, like nice things versus not nice things. Yeah, like, murder is never a nice thing. Um, I want to have an adventures table. Cool, because we have to have adventures. So that puts us yeah. at one, two, three, four, five, six, eight. seven, eight tables. Cool. Um, so we need two more tables. Uh, let's see. Do we want to have, um, um, do we want to have like a character description table? Like, yeah, we like do. the heroes table produces like the, the, like the, the, the heroes table will give you a, a virtuous person or yeah. um the dastardly villain or the like the stuff like that but then like yeah. a table that gives you like uh a, a, the oversized cowboy hat or the the cloak that um like a, a cloak that's that's black as night um mm-hmm. the 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 large good gun <laughs> or um whatever else whatever the um the um whatever you might need in dogs in the vineyard yeah, yeah whatever you might need in dogs in the vineyard <laughs> So items, so like non, like items slash clothing, because those are interesting. I think because and so I'm thinking about like um, how how would any of these come up if it's the first thing you roll? So like if you have an adventure story, but you don't have any yeah. heroes yet, well, then the story yeah. is like the story of some random people becoming heroes. Yeah. If you well, roll the minute they're written on the piece of paper they've essentially become a character, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You sort of create them as heroes through the story of this adventure versus yeah. if you roll on the, the character table first, well, then you're creating their specific story and then telling their adventures. If you draw the clothing first, the table first, well, then we're telling the story of the person in Jackson's coat. Yeah. Which is a great story. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that I think that functions, right? We need one more. And like uh western stuff. <laughs> um I mean, what else happens in um what else happens in in like fantasy stories, fantasy adventure stories? People go like No, that's you're thinking westerns again. Oh, I'm thinking westerns again. Um, okay. Varmints? Like uh, magical effect. We got weirdness. Weirdness. Weirdness is weirdness. Um, Do we want to (laughs) have? If we were doing just a Western table, uh, a game, I would say uh, horses. Do we want to have a horse table? Um, We could have an animal table. An animal table. Um, Animals are often, or like a creatures table, because it could be like you get a horse. I said varmints, and (laughs) all right. 
Um, <laughs> creatures could be the bear you run into in the woods, but it could also yeah. be the the badger who becomes your best friend. Absolutely. So okay, so there's our there's our ten tables. Um, do you have any sense of how large any of these tables should be? I think that I think you're I think that assigning them to the specific tables is not interesting audio content. Yeah. But like which of these tables do you think needs to be let's just do this. Which of these tables do you think needs to be the largest and which of them should be the smallest? I'm I'm suddenly having sadness. I've got FOMO on a table. What do you want? We should have had talents. Oh, okay. I we like need that. To have talents. I like that. Talents is very good. I like talents way better than creatures. Yeah. Um, we can put some creatures into um into other places. Yeah. Creatures could be almost maybe a subsection of the heroes table or villains table. Or the or the stuff table. Or the stuff table. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of each. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So But we gotta have talents. Yeah. Talents is great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the fastest gun in the West. The, yeah. the the blade that can cut through anything. Or yeah. the, the whatever, the greatest swordsman in, in the focus totality of, the of my psychic will. <laughs> yeah. Um Nine invulnerable while blasting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you cool, know, cool, cool. So Western stuff. So Western stuff. Hashtag Western yeah. stuff. So which of these tables should be the biggest, do you think? Do you think that the hero table should be one of the larger tables? Mm, I was going to say that like a stuff table okay. should be a big one because it contains other things. Yeah, I kind of feel like the weirdness table should be pretty big. Like I'm, mm, I'm kind of it's feeling that. Um, yeah. And I feel like the actions people take against each other table should be relatively yeah. small. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a six by eight. Yeah. Um, what should be the smallest table? Maybe the adventures table. Oh yeah, I think the adventures table feels like most of the stories are going to be the same, and you're still talking about someone, thirty-six things. So yeah, it's a, this is not a small table. Yeah, and then the other thing. So the other thing we can do because we've sort of been talking about. I guess this is something we haven't addressed yet, which is that there are sort of two ways that you can do this table yeah um you can do it the every single one of these cells is its own independent square mm-hmm. or you can do ranges. it ranges um or you can do it things like um uh like if you roll if you're rolling uh a, a six see. and an eight then like the like the six of one through six is like uh, a bear, a wolf, a horse, a crow, uh, yeah. a, a friend, whatever, and then the one, th- and then the the eight going down are adjectives. So you then yeah. get like the friendly bear, the dangerous bear, the the whatever sporty, yeah. Um, and so so I think that that's how like we can make some of this less like le- it feels like it's that, that feels like a more less, achie- work. less work that feels like a more achievable <laughs> yeah. goal. You're just coming up like because those are not sentence if nothing tables. else. Yeah, if nothing else, it gets us closer to a minimum viable product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. So I think we have a rough sense of like that the hero tables and villain tables should be somewhere in the middle. The bad happenings and the weirdness tables should be sort of in the middle. The items yeah. table is probably one of the easier ones to make big. Um, yeah. Especially if you're doing that kind of a thing where you're really coming up with like 12 
items and then a some number of adjectives to horse, gun, cow. Yeah. Dog. Those are those are easier to come hat, up with a bunch of. Boots. Um and then your adventures, which are more like the iterations on like there's maybe only like five or six real iterations on a, on an adventure. Yeah. Um and so those are gonna kind of be the 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 sort of medium ones. Uh locales. Uh I like the idea actually that the locales is like um one of the one of the 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 parts of the table is there's maybe only like eight kinds of places but then there's a lot of conditions like weather mm. or um or events like if, are you going to the fort while it's raining are you going to the fort while there's a revolution are you about is it about to be attacked that kind of a thing yeah um okay cool so i have sort of lightly placed some of these things um, and, cool. I, and I'm gonna start doing that. I'll, I shared you on this doc at some. Uh, I think I just so, saw that pop up. Um, at some point, you can take a look at it, uh, and we can start planning this out. And then hopefully by next time, we can maybe have uh, either the framework for a bunch of them, or I'll have uh, one table done. Maybe. I, I bet we can make something happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> although, although I'll continue to be a little bit. Yeah, you're focusing your Kickstarter. a little bit low access. Yeah. Um, you're focused on your Kickstarter, and I am focused on this March Masksness thing that I'm running, yeah. uh, which we haven't talked about at all. But if you are the kind of person who listens to any of the Masks podcasts, if if you are mm-hmm. the kind of person who listens to any of the Mask podcast that we make, um, <laughs> or any of the other Masks podcasts, then this is that a we big don't. like uh, stupid uh, basketball style bracket that I created that has uh, gone over too successfully. Um, but okay, but like low key, like lowest of key, this is making an enormous amount of story content. Yeah, that is really really cool. Yeah, and I think that someday we should return to the topic of how how do we separate out the stories that we write in games from the stories that are written around games. Yeah. I think and like how how do you like how do you play with that fiction? How does that fiction make stuff? How do you make sure yeah. that fiction isn't lost if you don't want it to be? I think a big question to answer at some point is is March Masksness a tabletop role playing game? March Masksness is a tabletop role playing game. Did I make a game because people are Wait, playing it? James. I did not intend for people to be playing it, but people are playing it. It's a it. LARP. Is it a LARP? It's I don't, a LARP. I don't I don't if if these were fans of uh, basketball, mm-hmm. but they are not, and they were uh, some of them, some are. of them are, some of them probably are. Are you a fan of basketball? Uh, a little bit. I, own a, I don't really I like own basketball. A Washington actually. Wizards hat, but that was for a joke. <laughs> that was a, yeah, it was a good joke. Um, I was a wizard for Halloween one year. But if someone was a like sports fans, go on Twitter and make brackets, mm-hmm. and uh, people that are playing this game yeah are going online on twitter talking about the game and making brackets oh okay okay here we go so i've come around on your correct because this is like um bringing it back to wrestling um the one of the things that is like the most mind-blowing thing that jeff said uh to me once is that when the the thing that is and the reason why wrestling is a larp is because not only are the player like the wrestlers going on to the into the ring pretending to be these characters they've created Mm. but when you go to a wrestling event 
you are pretending to be a person who is going to an event in which this wrestling thing is real. Is real. And yeah. so the people who are participating in March Masksness are pretending to, and when they make these brackets to see who will win, they are pretending to be people who live in a world in which this is really happening. Exactly. So they are, when they I, tweet, have maybe, I have maybe written a LARP. And w- when they tweet saying like, oh man, which is going to totally wreck, like, yeah, they are LARPing. And it's it's a light lore, it's not light, light lore, Um, it's a, um the weight of the story and the fiction lies lightly over the players because yes. they often will jump back out and say this character that I'm playing who is involved in the thing is mm-hmm. going to win but then they'll go back to the story of yeah and be- they're going to win because they're this way and that's why they will beat this other person who is this way yeah you have like little momentary fade outs where someone is going like hey let's make sure we're not just doing this as a popularity contest yeah uh, and then they'll come back in and be like, this person's going to use this ability. Yeah. Yeah. As sports fans. Yeah. They're, we have we have tricked tabletop RPG fans <laughs> into LARPing as sports fans. Yes. On Twitter. Yeah. In a public place that is yeah. being recorded for them. Yeah. We're going to be able to, we've got receipts on all of them being yep. sports fans. <laughs> yep. Or at least pretending to be sports fans. Well, cool. Um, we should get March, we should get March masks in this shirts. Yeah. Yeah, I have. I mean, the logo rad. is there. I have it. It's in. It's shirt quality. Um, so sell those, James. Okay. So, um, one other thing. Again, yes. you, people who are listening to this podcast may be realizing that they are listening to this as a recorded podcast, not a live podcast, and <laughs> that that we did not spend this whole episode answering questions. There are two main reasons for that. One of them is Brandon launched launched a Kickstarter and he had to spend a lot of time getting mm-hmm. ready for that. And so we didn't have time to record a live episode. You may be saying, but isn't live easier? And you would be wrong because there's a lot of setup. Yeah. But that's fine. It's harder. It's a little bit harder in a different way that we're not used to. We are able to do yeah. this this recorded podcast quickly because we've done it for a thousand years uh, or, or for the first time. Um, for the first time. For the very first time this time. Um, the... In forever. The reason why we did not do a questions episode is because um, nobody sent in any questions. We got two <laughs> questions. James. So, um, so, and I because think because we didn't spend a lot of time asking. Because we didn't for spend questions. a lot of asking for questions. I put it in the show notes, and so what we're gonna do is we're gonna kick it off another week, another another period. Um, I will tweet about it more. I will put it in the Discord more. I will make sure that people actually know what the link is. Um, hopefully we'll collect more questions. Do we tentatively want to say that n- the next episode will be our live episode? When is that? That will be That's... March 16th. I think I can do that. Okay. I, think that can, I bet that can happen. So then we will aim for that. We will plan for that. Um, I will actively seek out questions more actively. Um, <laughs> and uh, you will be able to find that link to where you can send us questions on Twitter, uh, where you can tweet at us at stop back and roll where we're together or, uh, I am at end the meltdowns and I'm at B Leon Gambetta. You can also check out at March masksness, which is where kind of the hub of all of this masksness is going down. Yeah. The, the, the polls are all Twitter polls. Um, you can yeah, also you'll have missed one by, by the time this episode goes up, yeah. but there's many more to come. Yeah. Um, I mean, in theory, 
these episodes go up at 3 a.m. If you have gotten, uh, if you've gotten up at 3 a.m. or you live in the UK, uh, you could potentially listen to this episode and still vote by eight o'clock uh, to get into okay. that first round, in that first, the first chunk of the first round. Um, yeah. But there's no reason why you can't pick up in the middle. Um, that's also, Absolutely. yeah, uh, uh, at March Masksness, hashtag March Masksness. If you go to MarchMasksness.com, I think it should it should um, uh, redirect to the wiki, which we're working on. Um, it's a whole thing. Yeah, it's getting really involved, which is very <laughs> cool. It's just... And also a lot. It's getting very involved in the middle of the event. Yeah. Um. Because I did not realize people were really interested. Uh, no, me neither. You can find all our episodes. Hey, speaking of websites, you can find all our episodes, links to some of the games we've been working on at www.stopbackandroll.com. If you are interested in backing Pasión de las Pasiones, there's also a website for that. Kickstarter.com slash project slash Bileunga and Beta slash Pasión de las Pasiones. I will also put or that link hop on my Twitter. in the description. Yeah, because that, that, I didn't realize how long that was going to be. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... Uh, you can also email us at James or Brandon at stopackandroll.com, but I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to be checking it right now. <laughs> you can uh, rate and review our podcast on iTunes. Uh, that will help other people find us. It'll show up in your... Uh, uh, if you listen to other podcasts, then those podcasts will have us listed as, if you like this show, you might like this other show. So that helps us people find us. Um, or you can tell a friend. Or you can tell a friend. That's always a good way, too. It's a nick. Friends. That is probably the biggest way. Yeah. Friends, uh, l- people who are friend shaped, uh, also give us money, which is how we make this podcast. Um, and so we would like to, sh- to thank our new backer shaped friend, Sean Knight, as well as some of our old, uh, favorite shaped friends, Amarella Zizi, Evan Nyquist, Michael Bowman, Matt Hales, Jimmy Rogers, C. Perrin, Tavern Tales, Hemra, and Phil Ulrich. If you'd like to support the show and become one of those friend and money uh, backer-shaped people, then uh, you can check out us on patreon.com slash stophackandroll. If you can't support us financially, support our community by being part of it. and Become a Discord-shaped friend. Give you a weird nickname. Uh, you can join our Discord at tinyurl.com slash shrdiscord or discord.stopackandroll.com. Wrestling tumbleweeds? Mm. There are so many tumbleweeds. I was watching a thing on that today. Um, when you are uh, standing at the outskirts of the small western town that you live in, watching thousands upon thousands of glowing tumbleweeds roll towards you like a thunderous uh, nightmare uh, thing, don't forget to stop or don't forget to reach your hand into the bag of dice pull out two dice and then stop hack and roll